You're listening to Castrol CarCast on Podcast One. Yeah, get it on. Got to get on a church with gun mandate. Get it on and welcome to Castrol CarCast. Brought to you today by Castro, Titanium Strong for Maximum Engine Performance, and TommyJohn.com slash CarCast, Geico as well, Geico.com. How are you doing, Motorator? Oh, I'm doing good. You're, uh, let's see, you got the Trackhawk? Yeah, I was, uh, I'm driving the Jeep Trackhawk. It's a Grand Cherokee with a Hellcat engine in it. <laughs> and, uh... It's it's ridiculous. It's fun. It's why the terrorists hate us, oh, right? Oh, my God. Like, it's just, what it's, are we doing here? It's a 4,000-something-pound SUV that is a zero to 60 in three and a half seconds. Maybe faster. I With have... launch control, it just... It's a... What What is that thing sticker for? It's about 94,000. Would you... I'm going to tease this, but mm-hmm. for those that are looking at a Range Rover or something... Or maybe even a, I mean, maybe you're looking at the Lamborghini SUV and you go, I'll just save 140 grand or whatever whatever it is. Like, like if you want something nuts and there are a few options, you're going to spend a bunch of money anyway. Wouldn't you just get this or is there not enough interior to sort of justify it? I have some thoughts on it. Yeah. All right. Let me just tell you quickly about the Zybar. Everyone, CarCast brought to you by Zybar. For better engine performance, horsepower, fuel economy, lower underhood temperatures, Zybar ultra-thin high-temp coating reduces radiant heat by 90%. You learn more at Zycoat.com. That is Zycoat.com. All right. Interior things. What do you think? So the the Jeep Trackhawk is – it's fine. Like I, I'm not going to say it's going to compete with like interior-wise with – something like the Range Rover SVR. We haven't driven the Lamborghini Urus yet. We had a chance, you and I, to see it like at the Father's Day show about a year ago. Right. Um, but this is why I think you get a Trackhawk, is if you want a super SUV and you want to modify it mm-hmm. and have some fun with it that way, Trackhawk all day long. It's easy to modify. It's got the Hellcat engine. You could do a tune, a blower pulley, and some headers. You're probably at 800 horsepower all day long. And the drivetrain is so beefy. It From the factory, the drivetrain already handles over 800 pound-feet of torque. So there's guys running almost 1,000 horsepower and four drag radials, and this thing doesn't break. Mm. You know, so it's four-wheel drive. It's four-wheel drive. drive. It's all-wheel drive. And the way it shifts the the power, we talked to a specialist on the show with with Goldberg as well, the guy that races these things. And he's like, oh, yeah, I run drag radials. He goes, but he runs like a, I don't know, like a 305 or in the back and a 275 in the front. So he kind of staggers them a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it launches hard, but it squats down and really stretches out its its front legs, basically its front suspension. And and the front traction really kind of kicks in after it starts moving a little bit because it's leaning back so far at this point. Mm-hmm. And uh, it just – it boogies. It scoots. It's fun. I mean a, a lot of people on social media were going, I would never spend $94,000 on a Jeep. Yeah. Yeah. All cars seem expensive these days. And I agree. <laughs> Speaking of Hawk, I think Tony Hawk had the 
Jeep Grand, whatever that was breathed on by Hennessy or whatever. Remember whatever yeah, that yeah, one yeah. was. I remember. I think when we did the Toyota Grand Prix, Long Beach, whatever, once one of the years I did it, it was like me and Tony. I remember that. Yeah, and uh, I, I think it was like Keanu Reeves and a couple other guys. We all just went out to go get barbecue somewhere, and we just came. We all hopped into Tony Hawk's. What is what is that thing? It's a the Hennessy Jeep. Oh, it's a Hennessy Eight. Yeah. So his right. was an SRT8 before they made a Hellcat version, or basically the Trackhawk. Right. So back in 03, or it was an 03, but when I jumped in, it was 07 or whatever yeah. it was. But he had essentially that car made by Hennessy. Yeah. And uh, and I don't I, – my recollection was that Hennessy did X amount of them a year, sort of like Roush was doing with Mustangs yeah. or something, something like I'm that. I'm sure it was fast. Oh, Yeah. I'm, I'm sure it didn't work half the time, but it would certainly work when we were in it. And uh, it was fast and it was fun. Um, I, I was in that thing like just driving like at night, uh, uh, just hammered down on a stoplight somewhere, somewhere in Hollywood-ish. Mm-hmm. And uh, and this it, it took off. And it, I forget that it's much louder outside the vehicle than it even is inside of the vehicle. And uh, just didn't do anything fancy. Just hammered down from stoplight. It hit hard, and you know, thirty seconds later, some two dudes in like a flat black G sixty three, like Mercedes G wagon, rolled up. They're like, "What the hell, man?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, it's a Trackhawk." They're like, "God damn, that thing is fast." I was like, "Yeah, yeah, it's, it's quick, buddy. It's well, quick." Well, I G wagon, G wagon, Jeez, why'd you buy that guys. wagon? Um, <laughs> I'd rather have the Trackhawk. <laughs> also, it's kind of weird because. Um, the G wagon. It's like, oh yeah, that's uh, the G. Whatever. That's uh, Hitler's car. <laughs> like, oh, maybe you pick up another designation at yeah. a certain point. <laughs> like, although you know, I guess Mitsubishi made the Zero for Japan, mm-hmm. and Mitsubishi strong and and whatever. But uh, that Hitler's car was a G. You know, Mercedes made a G. Whatever back back in the day, and uh, I don't know. I'm not Jewish, but it's weird that they're going. We're going with the G wagon. <laughs> yeah, because everything's just like an SL something or 450 or whatever. Yeah, uh, speak- I, I don't think they need enough history to to do that. But there's very few things faster than the Trackhawk, and uh, fortunately, I am going to be swapping it out for a Nissan GTR tomorrow. Or as you're listening to this, which which will be a little faster, a little bit. Yeah. I mean. Obviously, top speed, but zero to sixty, like two point nine for a GTR, and like it, Jeep says three five, but some people have tested it at three two. The magazines have tested it at three two. So the difference between two point nine and three point two, I have no idea. Let's find out. Let's <laughs> let's uh, have a little test here. <laughs> curb weight of a Nissan GTR, curb weight of a Trackhawk. Now you go, oh well, that's a Jeep, but. The GTR is a big car. It is a big car. Every time you come on that car, you go, that's a big car. Like when you walk up to that, in a weird way, it's sort of like what Nissan and Toyota and Japan, it's like their pickup trucks have quietly gotten bigger than American pickup trucks. Like when you go out there with Dawson and his Tundra or whatever it is, like that thing's bigger than any one Ford F-150 or even two fifths. Like it's a huge truck. And uh, Nissan GTRs like quietly 
outgrowing Porsche and even Corvette. Like it just feels big. If I had to guess, I didn't look this up, so it's going to sound like I will because it's very specific. I'm going to say 3890 pounds for the GTR and Mm -hmm. 4450 for the Trackhawk. Those are both impressive guesses. (laughs) I'm going to say that the Nissan, even though it's big they figured out a way to get some more weight out of that with yeah. materials and stuff so i'm gonna go with the nissan in a 37 range and uh i'll just drop about i'll drop 100 pounds off of each one of your guesses okay so that's about where it is and then i have some breaking bad bad news in the car department story which is everyone has been telling me oh you got to watch the dirt the motley crew show yeah the dirt and i was like okay I'll watch it. And then I watched it, and it was good, but then they they bit me in the ass with the car. I didn't see it yet. Well, the story, (laughs) so I'm sitting there watching the dirt, right? And there's, of course, a famous story of Vince Neil going out drunk, and he's got the drummer or the bass player or whoever from the band Hanoi Rocks, in his passenger seat, and he's going like on a, he's, he's out in the, I don't know, Redondo Beach or something, or Huntington Beach or whatever, and he's going on a run, and he comes, they're drunk, you know, and he comes mm-hmm. back, they're driving back, he's drunk, swerves off the road, and his passenger dies. God, right. And he gets, yeah. uh, that's what I remember, I don't remember ve- the car. Ve- vehicular manslaughter and blah, blah, blah. And, and I don't know, sobers up in jail, whatever, but I'm watching it, and they show the car get total, and they total a car. And the car they total is a 80s era Corvette. And I'm like, eh, I'm pretty sure it was a Pantera. Yes. Pretty sure it's a Pantera. I remember it was that's, a Pantera. Th- now that's, I remember he was driving familiar. a Pantera. That's my story. And it's like, yeah, they showed a vet. And then this. You know what I did, Max Pata? I made the biggest mistake mm. anyone can ever make. I questioned me. <laughs> and you know what I did? You know what I did? I went, wait a minute. Was it a Corvette? Pantera was the name of a band. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, right about that time, there was Pantera, the band. And I was like, they were like a hair band. And I was like, maybe I'm thinking of Pantera, the band. Wait a minute. Was this guy in the band of Pantera? Yeah. <laughs> like, I started, to, I started to muss with my mind yeah. a little bit. Yeah. And I was like, no, I'm pretty sure. And all oh, that's what the computer's for. That's right. So I went and looked it up, <laughs> and uh, sure enough, he's in a Pantera. Yeah. Now, they destroyed this car, and you could get a ratty 1986 vet for under five grand, mm-hmm. no problemo. Good luck finding a Pantera for under 50 in any kind of shape. Yeah. Right? And it's also not like, oh, I'll just get the kit Pantera. And well, they don't have it. So it, 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 you cannot use a Pantera in that scene because that scene, they're going to destroy a car and you can't destroy a Pantera. Right. So you put them in a Corvette. But <laughs> I was now ruined for the whole project. That's I was it. Like, You're out on the movie? Did I don't you finish believe it? it? I don't, just, I, I don't sadly? know. Sadly? Did Ozzy Osbourne <laughs> snort ants? We don't know <laughs> we don't now. Know. <laughs> now we don't know. We used to thought, think we knew. So in the movie, when they recreated it, it was the Corvette because they're like pretty much. It took like don't... an 84, 85 Corvette and they just yeah. totaled it out. But it wasn't a Pantera. And I got a big problem. Not, uh, not... Now I would question every other fact in that movie. Yeah. Well, now there's a new leader in the clubhouse. And when uh, it used to be the Transformers when she popped the hood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Double pumper, high riser. Yeah. Like nothing. No, not that. Not that at all. <laughs> I remember I remember years ago when we had Brian Austin Green in here and we called him out on that. He's like, I, I don't know, man. It's just what is written in She just does what's just on the page. <laughs> it's just not a care in the world. It's like, I don't whatever. Listen, I, I am I'm, I'm <laughs> like, right I'm oh. rightfully upset about that because it's the easiest thing in the world. Just have her say what the engine is. A yeah. cross flow, cross ram. I don't blame her. No. It's in the stupid script. I blamed so many other people on the so set many. that. All right, let me tell you about uh, Tommy John. Warm weather is here. Tommy John has got some new arrivals, man. I'm wearing my Tommy Johns right now, TommyJohn.com. They got men and women's underwear. Sport the no wedgie guarantee, comfortable stay-put waistbands and fabrics that are soft and designed to move with you. All new, insanely soft second skin polos as well. New air collection for the ladies. This stuff is backed by the best pair you'll ever wear, or it's free guarantee. Am I right, Matt? Yeah, you can hurry to TommyJohn.com slash CarCast and get 20% off your first order. That's TommyJohn.com slash CarCast for 20% off. Plus, as a thank you to our fans for supporting our show and our sponsors, we're going to we're going to send you one pair of brand new Tommy John underwear. All you have to do is make a purchase at TommyJohn.com slash CarCast. Tweet a screenshot of your receipt with the hashtag CarCastComfort. That's CarCastComfort. And one lucky fan will get a new pair of Tommy Johns from us. So don't forget to tweet using the hashtag CarCastComfort. Go to TommyJohn.com slash CarCast. All right, so uh, I was driving around the uh, Acura MDX. Yeah, wait, did we get those weights? Oh, sorry, the weights, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right, so um, the GTR, Matt guessed 3890. Yeah. Adam guessed around 3700-ish. I took 100 off. Yeah, so let's say 3790. The actual weight is 3836. Okay. So really it's right in between. Right in between. Wow. Good. You guys. Wow, we may be right in between, yeah. And then uh, the Trackhawk, Matt, you guess forty-seven something. I said forty-four fifty. Oh, forty-four fifty. Yeah. And Adam gets less. Well, it's it's uh, five thousand three hundred sixty-three. Oh my god! Whoa, so <laughs> that is heavy. I man. I just went with a low number, I guess, because I thought it wasn't that big of an SUV, and it's so fast. It's that that lump and that drivetrain. Yeah, they got away a lot. I mean, if you think about it, the the supercharger, the big twin screw supercharger with the air to water intercooling and the heat exchanger and all that stuff, probably got to add eighty to one hundred pounds to the, to the motor. Uh, so also, Dodge, Dodge got to come out with a thousand horsepower next, right? Well, I mean, we have a Demon with eight hundred and forty horsepower. I don't think we'll see uh, a Demon or red eye version of a of the Jeep Grand Cherokee because it's going to just it's already too expensive for a Jeep Grand Cherokee, so it would just it wouldn't make sense. Uh, sorry, Max Bad, were you saying something? Oh yeah, and we we're just looking up the dirt. Yeah, you're right. The uh, a, uh, the actual car is a '72 Ford Pantera. Hmm. And uh, in the dirt, they had the uh, uh, Corvette. Corvette. Yeah. Yeah. See, Faco. Faco. Total Faco, dude. Yeah. What year is that vet? Yeah, it's '80s. Definitely 80s. Is that the one with the digital dash? It's a weird half <laughs> yeah. thing with the tack. Yeah. 
it's weird. There was a weird thing going on with dashes. There was like heads up display. Yeah. You know, so a lot of Nissan was doing it. And like, which I, by the way, kind of like. You see yeah. how fast you're going on the windshield. But the tack, the uh, night, I think Night Rider ruined it Knight for everybody because everyone's like, oh, we're going to get all digital. Yeah. And they could have stuck with the regular steering wheels and not the weird <laughs> fighter jet handles. Butterfly, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what he drove. I've been watching a little Night Rider, by the way. I've been watching. It's on at night on cable, like I know. Epics or something. I've been watching TJ Hooker. Oh, and Night Rider on that channel. I watch uh, Miami Vice. Mm. You know my favorite part about all cop shows <laughs> from the eighties, and uh, this goes for Chips. This goes for TJ Hooker. It goes for everything. It's what they're wearing when they're not in their cop uniforms, yeah. like when Ponch. John and Poncharella weren't in, like when they're hanging out, yeah. members only, you know, tight flared <laughs> pants, you know, weird dingo boots, you yeah. know, like the, the look, they had to have a look. They had to have a look. And the look was like, it was weird because it was like, it was a little dressy for $31,000 a year, like as a <laughs> cop, you know, yeah. like I bet you cops don't dress that nice, but he is kind of the lead cop. Yeah. And, so how does he get 31-7? Like, how much could he possibly get? And it's so funny, like, and 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 like someone's killing models and he's gotta find out and everything, and the models chick the model chicks have to hit on TJ Hooker, even though they're twenty three year old models and he's a fifty one year old cop, like a bad hairpiece. <laughs> but they still have to hit on him because he's it's it's funny because he's TJ Hooker. But in real life, I mean, so it's it's Shatner. It's like a husky Shatner with a bad piece. Yeah, and the twenty year old model's got to be like, "Oh, who are you?" You know, and it's got to. But it's like that would never happen no. if he was just a real cop. Is just a husky cop and Unless a member of the jacket. Rolex. Yeah, it's a great. Uh, <laughs> and you realize every single episode, car it's car chase. Everything it's like yeah. the novelty. Of an e-brake was huge. Like they're going down the street, and mm-hmm. it's like one Mary Seven, one Mary Seven bank robber. It's like hold on, man. E- just whip. <laughs> it's e-brake, and then peel out after you got the seventy series tires. Yeah, you know, so like e-brake with peel out, yeah, and that's yeah. the move. It's always the move. They always cut back to the interior of the car, and. The chick, Heather Locklear, is like on the blower, like going, okay, one Mary Sherman, Sherman, like she's never knocked around going, what the fuck? Like, come on. <laughs> yeah. You have to do that all the time. You just yeah. e-brake and whip around, like do a three-pointer or just make a left turn and it's, bring it around. It, it's funny because if you start to watch Miami Vice as well, the guys who edit that show do the exact opposite of what Nate and his team does. Every time they cut to the scene of, you know, of Jan Hammer playing some tune and 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 uh, Don Johnson driving his car in the middle of the night, every time they need to show movement, so he's just constantly shifting. Oh, he's just right. shifting, shifting, shifting. Right. It was like there's got to be 84 gears in that Testarossa mm-hmm. to keep shifting. And then in a, in a chase, when he has to go fast and dig into a turn, they cut to the stunt car that has billet wheels and no rear bumper. <laughs> right. <laughs> and you're like, what's going on there? Yeah, I do but, like when they use a different car. But it reminded me because I'm pretty sure your buddy Chris Morgan, he and his production company are producing the reboot of the Miami Vice TV show. Oh, really? I think if you IMDB Chris Morgan and scroll down what's new with that guy, you're going to find Miami Vice. That it, makes me so excited. Interesting. <laughs> I uh, 
So, uh, yeah, I've been watching a fair amount. So TJ Hooker always starts off with a car chase, and at the end, he runs the guy down. He's got to like run. A lot of you got to run. A lot of running. You do this running, running, and at some point, you launch. You go yeah. like Superman. You jump on the guy. It's clearly these are the stunt guys. Yeah, they yeah. roll around, and then they pop up. And when they pop up, they get into that 80s fight where it's like, he throws the one round, he blocks it, then he does the two body shots, like boom, boom, <laughs> and then the other guy goes wide, then he blocks it, and cold, yeah. and then he drops it. There was a lot of that in the A-team as well. Yeah, they take... It's a lot of slow motion diving to take a guy down. If you look at the fist fights, the fist fights are the same choreography on all yeah. of them, which is your guy cracks the first one, like like when B.A. Baracus or whatever, like Mr. T, we're gonna, yeah. he'd take one, yeah. but then he'd give two. And they do like the two body shots, ching, ching, and then the wide and the block and then the final hook and That's knock it. the guy down. Right. It was, uh, I recommend it highly. You guys, you guys got it. And, and, and it was such a novelty just to see cars speeding. You know what I mean? Yeah. Big, big, heavy, square cars with skinny tires, but a lot of sidewall. <laughs> I, I know. And it was like every single time those guys came around the corner, it's, it's, it's a weird thing because here we are. It's like in the mid 80s, like we had race cars. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like people understood suspension geometry and tires and stuff. And those things were just huge. Big V8s, big heavy cars, probably tons of torque and no horsepower, yeah, yeah. 70 series tires, and they just go skidding across. Yeah. Hang on. And, and keep in mind, you're talking like, like iron block, iron heads. Like, yeah. There was no real innovation at all in any of that. No, no. <laughs> Live axle, leaf spring. Yeah. <laughs> I think Adrian's med must have wanted money or threatened to go do dance fever or something and split because there's he's all over season like one and two and then when you get to season four it's like where's his partner it's like he's gone <laughs> like they don't bring his name up anymore <laughs> there must have been some sort of adrian's mad uh, contract yeah. dispute or something you know like at some point guy gets hot wants a payday yeah you know what i'm saying it happens uh so uh watch he leaves miami- and you never hear from again and pulls like a david caruso watch miami vice watch uh Watch uh, T.J. Hooker. T.J. Hooker. Uh, Night Rider's pretty good, yeah. too. A-team, you can work an A-team in there if you're staying up late. <laughs> I love the A-team, too. <laughs> um, yeah, I always love... Because everyone starts as like uh, T.J. or Baracus or B.A. Uh, we're, we're going to Face. Bolivia. We're going to Bolivia. And he's like, hey, fool, you know I don't fly. And he's like, oh, okay. Would you like some buttermilk? Uh, give me that, fool. <laughs> I drink a buttermilk. And then he'd wake up on the plane. Yeah, all strapped all, all, what happened? Yeah. We are flying. <laughs> They've done it to him like nine times already. They're like, oh, Why? yeah, it's always happening. You think he'd catch on? <laughs> yeah, I'm not drinking that. No. I'm not falling for the buttermilk no, again. <laughs> he always does it. <laughs> Nobody's been roofied more times than B.A. Baracus. That's true. That's true. You say what you want about bill cosby but nobody's (laughs) been roofied more than ba yeah all right let me tell you about uh castrol edge ah heat friction and viscosity breakdown rob your engine of maximum performance friction results in a loss of performance up to 10 percent castrol edge engineered with fluid titanium technology physically transforms to become stronger under pressure Helps fight friction and deliver maximum levels of performance from your car. Three times. Three times, fool. Three times stronger <laughs> against viscosity breakdown and leading oils. 
Castro Edge, yeah. man. Uh, so the 935 is up on the frame table. Yeah. I saw I saw Sean making the table, and now I uh, I didn't get a chance to cruise over there, but Chris got photos of it up on the frame table. Yeah, and now it's just what just a lot of measuring and fastening it down and figuring out. Yeah, what where, the issue is going to be where we're at. It's kind of a. I guess it's good to have a frame table. <laughs> Car says sitting up there taking a bunch of measurements on it, trying to. Figure out what's going on with the uh, suspension on it. It's kind of, I kind of like it. It's like up on a pedestal. Looks, uh, yeah, looks, looks good. good up there. Yeah, well, not the worst thing in the world to just throw a little skirt around that thing and leave the car up there at some point. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah like, you know, table yeah, was made for it. Sean has a, it's a, I don't know, sixteen, eighteen inches off the ground. Looks like to me, and uh, it's all squared up, and they loaded it on there with a trailer. And uh, you can go to carcastshow.com and look up some of these yeah. pictures if you like. But we're going <laughs> to – Sean's had an asshole of me because every time I see him, I go, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? He's like, I haven't measured. Like, I, I'm trying to figure it all out. I'm dying to know what's bent on that car and how we're going to straighten it or if yeah. it's bent at all. Or like, what? why the discrepancy? Um, somebody tweeted me and said uh, maybe the inside – the inside center of each hub is was off about an inch and a half from the right side to the left side. And they're like, well, maybe they set it that way to go in a circle. Yeah. Um, no. But I, I don't want to be a dick about it. But you know, you'd do that if it was on an oval. But it's a road co- course car. So they wouldn't, yeah. they wouldn't do that because yeah, you're yeah, turning yeah. right and left, obviously. Yeah. Some people tweeted a couple of ideas. People had some suggestions and things to check and you know, the coilovers and stuff. But we were really more talking about the wheelbase from front to rear and not – not so much the uh, corner balancing, but um, but I like all the uh, I like all the comments. Good stuff. I like that you guys participate, but you don't have to tell me to make sure the tires are topped off with air. I <laughs> I, I understood. Yeah. we get that part. Yeah. we check the air. Pressure. I, I mean, to be fair, if you said less was working on the car, <laughs> yeah, make sure the tire gauge isn't on the whale tail. Yeah, that I can is see the, what's going on there. That's oh, the, the car looks good up there. That's the best story of of profiling ever which is when i saw that tire gauge in the middle of the track i was like we're the only dumb people here <laughs> why is there a tire gauge in the middle of the track if we're the only dumb people here but once again you doubted yourself you thought maybe it wasn't us <laughs> I was like we're the only dumb people here but there's a tire gauge in the middle of the track and i've done two laps and there it is so yeah. it can't be for me so why is it there because it wasn't there when I did the lap a lap ago. It wasn't there. Yeah. And uh, sure, sure enough. enough. And boy, we look back at this picture of it. Boy, was it in the middle of the track. We're so such a good photo of it. <laughs> it was in such the middle of the track. And I, I, it was so insane when I got back to the pits and I was like, God damn, somebody left. And I was looking around at all the Bruce Kenapas and the Bruce Myers and all the people had their shit together, you know, and I was like, who's stupid enough to do this? Only yeah. us, but it can't be us. And then Les was like, where's my tire gauge? And I'm like, oh, boy. <laughs> I just bought it. It's in the middle of the track. Yeah, there's yeah. like, it was a big ticket item for yeah. Les, too. Like, yeah. it was a sweet tire gauge. And bought. we're not talking the small tire gauge. the big round gauge with the hose coming off of it. It's, you know, you've guys seen the photo before. It's Yeah. It's it's funny. <laughs> 
the thing we haven't the the, the the we didn't solve the mystery of the of the tank slapper or we did oh we did yeah we, we did yeah we've seen that one yeah yeah a few tank slappers on that corner. That turn, uh, I don't know, four or five, turn four at uh, Laguna Seca. It's a, it's a fast corner. It's got a little camber in it, and it goes up a hill. So you tend to just get into it. Mm-hmm. Plus, they do a – I got the speed trap there. Yeah. So you, you always want to stay on it until you get through that speed trap. You know? Yeah, yeah. So, like, I want to lay down a good time, you know? And you must have been going f- – faster and faster with each lap because it took a couple laps to throw this gauge off the back. Well, I think did we figure out it was my tank slapper that threw oh, it? Oh, maybe, maybe it was. Third, a uh, tank slapper was the third round the first day. Um, you can see the gauge on the right side of the track right after the tank slapper. Yeah, I guess then in the Just center a of little, the track, next lap. Yeah, what do they call that? The Scandinavian flick when they get the, the drift guys to do it? You had a little bit of unintentional Scandinavian flick. I could have made Just enough it, to pitch the gauge off the uh, uh, Yeah, off I, the I could have made it back into the pits with the gauge yeah, still there. That would have been fantastic. It would have been I've, I listen. I think it would have happened if I didn't do the full tank slapper there. The 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 the, the back end on turn uh, one, two, three, four. I guess turn four, four left, five, four five. Uh, the left hander there. Well, I guess there's uh, a bunch of left handers. <laughs> anyway, um, the back end started coming around, yeah, and. Then it whipped hard, like around the yeah. other direction, and then it snapped back and went back the first direction. It did a few good. It was a hard yeah. whip around, and uh, it must have just threw that gauge right off the back <laughs> right of the whale tail. <laughs> Couldn't have landed in a more inconvenient place. I love that. And there are guys driving around in expensive cars. Oh, and then it got crushed <clears throat> and flattened. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't get pitched off to the side or anything. It just got crushed, destroyed. Yeah. Yeah. Let's watch it. All right, let's watch it. You got the tank slapper yeah, on there? Yeah, the tank slapper. Oh, okay, so. Oh. Yeah, let's go to the beginning. This is the very first one? Yeah. There it goes. We need a little sound here. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> It <laughs> was, was a lot of yeah. There was there was there was geez, good recovery. Yeah, it was all over the road. Run it again. Let me hear a little sound. And that, that, that. <laughs> it was a lot of yeah. It was a lot of moving around. But we uh, we I quickly recovered. And I was on my way. Arguably about a pound lighter. <laughs> right. <laughs> this is the next lap. If you look close, you'll see the gate. Oh, there yeah, it goes. I just passed it by, <laughs> yeah. And, I, and, and so I'd already... Oh, I was behind a V8 Vantage or something. But I was... Uh, you might have been the one who crushed it. No... Because I think when it came down around again, it was crushed. I saw it, and I remember like, oh, some Nimrod left their shit out in the track. <laughs> like, I was like, some idiot must have set it on the back of their car or something. Or I was picturing them like leaving it in a super deep dish. Yeah, yeah, in the wheel. Like, Maybe even attached to the, yeah, to the valve stem. Yeah, yeah, and, something stupid And then eventually like kind of... 
broken I, I had a whole myriad of like stupid moves that other people must have done <laughs> yeah. to get that thing out of the track. And I, I, in my mind, I couldn't have done it because it, because I would have seen it. Yeah. Uh, that's, uh, oh, did I do the tank slapper on what lap? I was trying to, I, was trying I think to we think. figured four or five. I have it as the second lap. Oh. Right. It was the second lap, but I'd completed the first and not seen it. And right. that's how I knew it couldn't be me. Oh, you know what? If you go, if we go back and watch a tank slapper, we'll see the gauge on the very right side of the track. And then when you come back around again, that's when it was centered. Oh, so the tank slapper didn't knock it off. No, it was it was on the track uh, oh, before the either way. tank slapper. Oh, why did I bother with the tank slapper? Yeah. I mean, it looked cool. It looked cool. <laughs> Why'd you... <laughs> yeah, it looked cool. Uh, yeah. Uh, it felt weirder than it even looked. Yeah. Like, it felt like, oh boy, we're going around. And then it was like, oh, no, we're going the other way. And I was like, no, nope, we're going this way. But uh, you know what I do in my move? I let go of the wheel. That's it. I it'll, let... s- it'll self-center. I, or not. That's what the toe-in is for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we take a little bit of that out of the race cars. I'm going to tell you guys about Geico. But actually, I want to hear a little bit about what you thought of that Acura MDX and the, mm-hmm. the shopping around for SUVs. Uh, Geico. Listen, everybody's got a to-do list. You drop off your dry cleaning. You pick up some milk. And now you can add save. You can add saving hundreds of dollars on car insurance to that list. You don't have to drop off or pick up anything. You just go to Geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could be saving 15% or more on car insurance. So if you want some extra money in your pocket, this is the most rewarding to-do you can do today. Be sure to check out Geico.com. All right. Um, Max Pat is trying to find the Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's there's the... Uh, it's in there already. Page. Maybe you only took a lap. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, it was just, look, whenever you think like, wow, there's somebody dumber than us here. Now there, there isn't, but to stop, yeah. like, I, I should have known that was, that was us. There's that version of it when, you know, when they say when you're driving anything or racing or driving and you see smoke behind you, it's you. Right. It's always you. Like, you're right. If, if when you see something that dumb, yeah. you're like, it, what's the chances of it wasn't us? <laughs> it's, it's us. It's, it's the smoke in the rear view mirror. <laughs> the, uh, Acura, Acura. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the, the, uh, Acura, what was I driving? MDX. The MDX. Yeah, it's nice. Which is like the little bit larger. I drove an RDX as the small. Uh, yeah, SUV. It's nice, and then the MDX is a little bit larger. Everything works. Everything works nicely. I kind of enjoyed it. Mike and I took it for a romantic seven hours in Palm Springs. Yeah. We drove it out to Palm Springs, did a gig, and turned around and uh, came home comfortable, nice. And uh, I, uh, I, I recommend it. I, I don't know. I haven't driven a lot of SUVs, so I don't have that much to compare it to. But like, it's nice. Everything works. You know, the Japanese stuff, it's a little more, you know, it's it's not a Range Rover, but um, it's it's totally nice. And and I got, I was working on a sauna, and I got a bunch of two-by-fours in that thing. Yeah. Man. I got That's like 30 two-by-fours in That's the size we're talking about. Like, we're talking sort of that Ford Explorer, MDX, yeah. you know, Lincoln Aviator size. Sort yeah. Sort of a three-row. Mm-hmm. Not Lincoln Navigator. It's a little big, but. Right. Yeah. It worked, and uh, and uh, I got used to driving around. and And as I as I get older, I get a little less performance oriented, a little more like utility oriented, a little more 
pop the hatch and throw the sacks in the back kind of thing. Yeah. And uh, could be could be in my future. Well, we're going to check out a couple more. Yeah, and we'll uh, keep you guys posted on that. We'll keep you guys uh, posted on um, – Matt, when are you going to New York? So I'm going to New York uh, like two weeks, week and a half from now. I'll be there for the press day, April 17th. I'm going to interview – Hiroshi Tamura, he's the chief product specialist for the GTR and Nismo uh, brands at Nissan, and mm-hmm. our friend Pete Brock. Mm. And uh, we're going to do a nice little interview on one of the press days, and they're all celebrating 50 years of GTR and Nismo. I think there's a, uh, I think there's a, an anniversary uh, Heritage 370Z that's out now oh. that they're going to have there. But uh, well, anyway, we'll record that. We'll bring that into CarCast as well. So. We had a uh, sighting, uh, Ford versus Ferrari. They played a trailer for it, I guess, at the big convention in Vegas. Uh, CinemaCon. CinemaCon. And uh, some Mike had read on – what did he read it on? Sorry. Well, it was reported everywhere. Mike sent you the the deadline link, um, which basically just said that everybody really enjoyed it. Uh, it is all the tweets, everything that was said about it was it's definitely an awards contender. Yeah. Um, and everyone's really excited. I, I have a little, this Variety wrote a little bit more about it. Oh, they did? Yeah. So Damon plays engineer Carol Shelby. Bale portrays renegade driver Ken Miles. A first look trailer shows to the exhibitors, seem to check multiple boxes. Mangold, the director, offered up sleek and honeycomb tinted shots, heavy on car porn and punchy dialogue. Bale looks brooding and slick with engine grease. Damon does not go for vanity here as a down-on-his-luck engineer shacking up in an Airstream trailer. Tracy Letts, who plays Ford, got all the laughs as a bone-dry American entrepreneur just desperate to best his auto rival. Honeycomb. I like it, yeah. I'm, I'm concerned a little bit about like some of the accuracies like you were talking about with the dirt and some of the other things. Because, accuracies. <laughs> sorry, accuracies. Mm-hmm. Is, uh, uh, some of the locations where they filmed some things are not exactly accurate. And like James Mangold is a great director. Let's see how this turns out. Well, either film. way, uh, it's good for us because I just watched the last version of the Shelby doc and we just got Pete Brock in to watch it down. Mm-hmm. And then uh, said he loved it, and then um, Nate got seventy pages of notes from Pete Brock. <laughs> Pete Brock and writing. <laughs> he went back at home and just wrote everything. Yeah, I said. Uh, I said to Nate, uh, "How many of the, don't we got to incorporate all the Pete Brock stuff?" And he's like, uh, "Not really, <laughs> but it's good to know all that stuff." <laughs> so uh, Pete watched it and uh, yeah. he enjoyed it. And uh, we did. We got his input. Like, is this the right Daytona? We're showing the prototype Daytona, mm-hmm. but it should have been mm-hmm. the Daytona number two or three, or which Daytona is this, and and which yes. blah 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 is that. It'll be uh, interesting to see uh, if you Google Ford versus Ferrari trailer. I uh, the twenty four hour <laughs> trailer is the second one that comes up because it's not released in the um, on YouTube yet. So if people are looking for it, they'll probably just stumble upon upon your doc. That's oh. good. You should write down now how yeah. many views are on that YouTube trailer to see what happens in the next month. Already did. Now you sound like <laughs> Lynette's evil twin who I've never met. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a good idea. So as this thing goes on, because we still, do we have a title for the movie yet? Ford versus Ferrari. That's the, that's it. Yeah. Sorry if I seem whatever, but it was... I forgot if that was locked in or, or not. 
and and all the articles are saying it's based off the twenty four hour war. Uh, or, I mean, not uh, whatever AJ Bames book was called. Um, yeah, yeah, that was called yeah. the twenty four hour war. Yeah. No, my we were called the twenty four yeah. hour war. He was called Go oh, Like Hell. Go yeah, like yeah. Hell. It was go based like off hell. of Go yeah. Like Hell. Oh, they are because yeah. uh, there's a little lawsuit brewing. Yeah, there's a little uh, bit of like he. Oh, I've seen I've seen multiple articles. He had that quick <laughs> option three times, mm. and then they went, "All right, we're good," and then they made the movie. So yeah. he's kind of saying, "Oh, maybe that's me." Might be misreporting then. Yeah, no, I, don't I know. think you're, you're right. right. I th- I'm sure it is based off the book. Uh, and probably the documentary that we made. But ours is... Ours nobody is, wants to cut a check or even say thank you. Right. Well, you can't acknowledge anybody because then <laughs> yeah. that's an admission <laughs> of guilt. Does the 24-hour war say the battle of Ford versus Ferrari or something at the bottom? Or what is the exact slug line under there? I'll let you look at that. Let me okay. find uh, Z-Bar here first. Ultra-thin coating for uh, manifolds, headers, turbos, tailpipes, muffler tips, uh, whatever, whatever mufflers and tips by the way. Thickness of 0.001 inch reduces radiant heat by 90%. First DIY thermal control coating of its kind. Well, that's true. Before they said like the rattle can junk turn in a different color and then it'd flake off yeah. after it heat cycled a few times. It wouldn't. He, it wouldn't flake off. You'd see the rust coming through the header. You can apply uh, Zybar yourself. There's a video you can take a look at, and or written step by step instructions at zycoat.com. Three awesome colors: bronze, midnight black, and cast silver. I think you could probably do a custom one too. Yeah, you Check gotta call them up or, or email them and figure it out. You can go uh, to zycoat.com and uh, auto parts uh, locations like uh, AutoZone and pick it up yourself. CarCast listeners get 15% off plus free shipping and orders. Go to zycoat.com. This is real good stuff, so don't miss out on that. What is the slug line under the thing? There is no slug line. It is just the 24-hour war everywhere. I would suggest changing it. <laughs> oh, oh, it is. I. But yeah. what do you when you look at the uh, when you look at the um, you look at the cover of the the cover of the DVD? It doesn't say like the story of uh, all the posters. It just says from the team that brought you winning the racing life of Paul Newman. Now I get that. that yeah, no, but, but you got to look at a picture. It's not going to say it. Maybe you got to look at a picture of the DVD box to see. To verify. I have the DVD cover here. A brilliant. It's a. There's a quote oh. from uh, Richard Roper, a brilliant documentary about the clash between two legendary automotive titans from the team that brought you Paul Newman, the 24 Hour War. Oh, that's it. Yeah. No uh, hmm. Ford versus Ferrari. Huh. It's weird. I thought that was. It is. There. That is weird. I think. Uh, I think you should change it. Yeah, All I right. mean, Edge of Tomorrow changed their title. <laughs> that's so, right. You guys could. That's Listen, right. I think whatever we should, whatever doing on chassis and everything else, we just start planting all of our keywords in there. Just start putting Matt Damon and Christian Bale's name in all of our meta tags. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Why not? They're not paying anything anyway. Live shows, San Francisco coming up. Cobb's Comedy Club. That'll be the 19th and the 20th, Friday, Saturday in uh, April. So come say hi. Two shows each night. Why shouldn't I work every day? Yeah, and uh, Sacramento, Thunder Valley Resort and Casino. That'll be the next week on the 26. We'll do an ad crawl as unprepared. Come say hi. Go to amcrawl.com. See my stand-up special, not Taco Bell material, at uh, chassis, C-H-A-S-S-Y.com. And uh, check out Shift and Steer, available on iTunes and Podcast One as well. 
Matt, anything we're missing here? I think we got it, except our New York Auto Show. We'll, we'll uh, get a bunch of photos and stuff from that as well. It'll be fun. So, till next time, Adam Kroll for Matt, the moderator, DeAndrea saying, keep the air in the spare and the bag in the wheel. For the latest updates and call-in times, follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CarCast Show. If you'd like to write in, fill out the form on CarCastShow.com. And don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes. CarCast is a Corolla digital production and is produced by Chris Loxamana. For more information, visit CarCastShow.com.